Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. I want to tell you about American Giant. Uh, they would like to thank you for doing business with them. Uh, they started advertising with us, I guess it was back in October, maybe, uh, of last year. Uh, we met with the founder of the company. He was on the show with us. He's a great guy. And, you know, we told him about you, about how you believe in American workers and how you believe in American manufacturing and how the world doesn't seem to do that anymore. Well, American Giant does. That's what they're all about. And they began in 2012 with a clothing factory in Middlesex, North Carolina. It was about to be shut down. And they just, they said, you know what, we're not going to let that happen. They started their own company. They worked with the factory to invest in new machinery and skill development and then years later, here we are, they make the best hoodie you'll ever wear. I've got one of them. They're the, it's the best hoodie I own. Uh, and, you know, look, it's it's cotton that's grown in America, milled in America, cut and sewn right here in America. American Giant, uh, thank you from all of us here to help, you know, and your help helping them grow. And thanks to American Giant for actually caring about this country. It's AmericanGiant.com slash Glenn. You're going to love this stuff. It's really high quality and you're going to love it. It's AmericanGiant.com slash Glenn. AmericanGiant.com slash Glenn. Keep uh, Glenn in your prayers. He's dealing with some family issues right now that are really difficult and draining on him. And he and Tanya could really uh, use your prayers as well as the kids. The whole family appreciate that. Uh, we have a jam-packed show again today, and uh, Al Gore is back. And this time, well, he's always pissed, but he's extremely upset right now about uh, well, the climate, the climate. And uh, he sounds off on it. We'll get into that and much, much more in about 60 seconds. That would be wonderful if everything that said made in America genuinely was made in America. But a lot of the time, of course, that isn't true. Isn't true. It's like, you know, a typical Joe Biden story. He'll say something and then you find out like years later that it was never true the entire time. That's basically how this usually works. Uh, you got to check the source. And if buying meat that's sourced from local farms right here in America is something that matters to you, then you really, really need to try out Good Ranchers. It's not only their, uh, they have their own meat, of course, grown here in the U.S., but it's amazing quality. 
You can get over two pounds of chicken free in every box for a year when you subscribe. You get a year's worth of chicken for free when you subscribe at any Good Ranchers uh, box, of course, at GoodRanchers.com. If you want to start the year off right, change the way you buy meat by switching to Good Ranchers. Make sure to subscribe today. Use the code GLEN to claim your free chicken for a year and 20 bucks off your first box. New year, new you. Or, you know, why not? <laughs> this is the way to do it. It's American meat delivered with good ranchers. How much have you missed Al Gore? I mean, he, he hasn't been around, it seems like, in a while. There is one right? and only one reason that uh, I miss Al Gore. Uh-huh. Which is your impersonation of Al Gore. Oh. <laughs> because if, uh, without... Al Gore being in the news, we don't get to hear it. There's no reason for him to do it. Yeah, he's almost like you know most of your other impersonations are people who are already dead. Uh, You know, most of the people you impersonate (laughs) passed away a decade ago. They're no longer with us. Right, we lost them. (laughs) There's been no we lost them. No new impersonations necessarily Mm -hmm. added to the repertoire. (laughs) It's been a while. For a while, Uh, it's been a while. And uh, I, I, this is why I always I, I. if, if Al Gore needs a medical fund to any, and if he ever gets sick, I will mm-hmm. be there to help him because I want to make sure at least one person. We have a living person that I can impersonate here. So yes. yeah, you want to keep that going. Yes. Definitely want to keep it going. Mm-hmm. I'm excited about it. Uh, this is uh, him on climate activists, uh, cut eight. Uh, he's very impassioned. There's another divide increasingly between those who are old enough to be in positions of power Mm-hmm. And the young people of this world. Uh-oh. Greta Thunberg was just arrested in Germany. Greta. I agree with her uh, efforts to stop that uh, coal mine in Germany. Young people around the world are looking mm-hmm. at what we're doing. They look at the World Bank and they say, oh, you've got a climate denier in charge of the World Bank. So why are you surprised that the World Bank is completely failing to do its job? <laughs> What do what? I say to these young activists that I train around the world when they come to me and they say, mm-hmm. are you okay with putting the, the CEO of one of the largest oil companies in the world at, in as the president of the COP? There's a lot of blah, 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 as Greta says. There are a lot of words and there are some meaningful commitments, but we are still failing badly. Wow, we haven't heard the like ah. the gravelly Al Gore voice right, in years. for a while. Yeah. yeah, since probably he betrayed this country. Oh, yeah. He played on our fears. <laughs> right. I forgot about I that. I love that one. And uh, I forgot he had yeah, that. It's been a while we've since we've seen that. So he's getting jumping on the Greta bandwagon now. Like, I, isn't yeah. this over? I thought. Well, uh, well, because you saw her carefully orchestrated arrest, I didn't did. you? That was incredible. There's a, there, I think there's a new angle on it. Uh, yeah, uh, cut six. Here's Greta being arrested. Yesterday we showed a clip that of one of the angles. Well, they did a second take on it. Oh, good, good, yeah. good. That's how all arrests happen. <laughs> yes, yes. Standing there, cops, you know. So they're all just laughing. milling around. She's laughing. She's having fun because this is all orchestrated. This is all planned. They're, they're, they're literally posing for photos with Greta. Yeah. The police. Yes. I, I, we think. I mean, again, I, I would not be surprised I don't even know if, if they're, they're not police. police. Right, yeah. Yeah. It's possible. Although I did hear that she was briefly detained for this incident. And was she standing in the well, middle of the field? Well, that's where she was detained. was right there. And then they walked through the mud. And then uh, eventually they just let her go. And she walks off.
And I, I don't think she even was taking, taken anywhere by police. I mean, it was such a hoax. And then Al, Al Gore trying to say she was arrested because of her, her actions. Get out of here. Oh, stop it. It was all planned. It was all choreographed. Uh, it, it was a pathetic display <laughs> of an arrest. Uh, but Al was, was pretty angry. Uh, he's mad at climate deniers. Uh, this is cut nine. Enough already. Enough. And I don't want to get sidetracked onto what needs to happen, but we need to scale up climate mm-hmm. finance, but we oh, need yeah. desperately we to really scale do. down anti-climate finance. Thank of you. Course. Yeah. And we are still subsidizing the burning of fossil fuels oh. globally at a rate yeah. 42 times larger <laughs> than okay, the subsidies dumb. for that's the shift garbage. towards renewables and EVs, uh, etc. We need new leadership at the World Bank. We need them to uh, scale up the leverage and vastly increase the amounts that are are committed. And we need to rein in the anti-climate activities of the fossil industry. (laughs) I love this. Even the psychopaths of the World Economic Forum are sick of him. (laughs) (laughs) They need new leadership, though, at the World Bank, because I guess the World Bank isn't doing enough for climate change. is that what he seems to be saying to you? Because that's yeah. what it sounds like to me. And that's an what odd stance. What do you want stance. the World Bank to do about climate change? Bizarre. Can, and could we Bizarre. possibly be spending more money on climate research and finance? And uh, I mean, these companies get... I mean, we, we were just throwing trillions... We just passed a giant bill where there's trillions of dollars going to these companies. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're, mm-hmm. we're constantly doing this. And no money going to actually look for energy sources that work and are inexpensive and reliable none of that happens at all i mean this is such a bizarre stance and you look you know al gore at this point in his life i think is looking for relevance more than anything else you know the screamy voice usually only comes out when that's what he's doing Mm -hmm. but the idea that they're not getting enough money for this crap what are you talking about i I mean think about solyndra we just throw they're like oh we've got circular solar panels oh here's 20 billion dollars how much do you need a circular (laughs) solar panel. here they are here you go. Let me just throw a bunch of money at you. Oh, you're mm-hmm. out of business. Oh, that sucks. I mean, oh, well. Every electric car purchased in this country, they've received $7,500 off. And, and, and again, there's been some restrictions on certain models over the years. But generally speaking, this has been true. And the average mm-hmm. person who buys one of these cars is a six-figure earner. Mm-hmm. Why on earth would we subsidize people who make six figures to buy fancy cars? It and makes no nobody sense. Nobody ever talks about that no. either. Uh, and of course, nobody ever talks about what goes into the production of the electric vehicle, mm. which is so not friendly to the earth. It's way worse than the combustion engine vehicles that are produced. Uh, and it's going to take decades and decades to catch up to all the, all the, uh, problems with, with, uh, with the electric cars to offset those with any kind of environmental uh relief that they're looking for it's just it's impractical there's nowhere to put what are you going to do with all these batteries at the end of the uh vehicle's life oh, gosh, where, yeah. where are we going to pile those up so many problems here and, you know and there of course a lot of the research shows too that yes during production electric cars much much worse much than worse internal combustion engines yep and the number of miles you need to drive for this to equal out when it comes to environmental effect is again in the six figures you got to go over a hundred thousand miles in an electric car before it even comes close to paying itself off um so 
you know, again, like, and I have, I have nothing against electric cars. I mean, I they, don't either. They, We've talked about this so many times. Yeah, we have the Tesla. The, some of these Teslas are great. I mean, obviously, Elon Musk is is not an enemy of the the right. I I, I cheer for him to do well. They in his look business. great. They drive yeah. great. They've got yeah. incredible acceleration. Yeah, the new Corvette uh, Corvette E Ray is out now, or, or, or has just been introduced. I just talked about this uh, you know, for tomorrow's uh, Studios America. Uh, we're going to do a segment on it, and in the end, it is uh, zero to sixty in two point five seconds. It is two point five two point five seconds. And wow! It is. Um, it's, wow. a, it's basically, in a way, a hybrid. They put an electric w- motor on the front wheels, and they're using the same, you know, six hundred plus horsepower on the back wheels. And it it's all wheel drive. The first Corvette ever. And you know, look to me. I like the internal combustion engine. I like the sound it makes. I, you know, I don't know. That's mm-hmm. just my thing. I, I don't, I, I like the electric cars. They're cool, but they're not I, my daily driver. That's not what I want as a daily driver. But this thing, again, is like using that technology and making a ridiculously fast car. Uh, but again, it's a $100,000 car. Yeah. You know, and it's certainly not environmentally friendly. It's still a Corvette. <laughs> you know, it's not, it's not getting you good gas mileage. Right. So, uh, you know, this and I, you still have to plug it into the wall outlet of your house every night. This one is uh, right? is more of a hybrid design. So, it, oh, you, you don't. It, it's not like that. Oh, OK, but still. All right. Uh, but know, the full electric, yeah, like you the Tesla's and stuff, you, you have to plug in and that's costing us energy. Yeah. And it's also thousands of dollars potentially in retrofitting your house for the right type of <sighs> plug to, to uh, I mean, if you drive it enough, you got to have you got to have the faster charger. Yeah. Uh, you know, I have a friend who has a Tesla and he he doesn't drive it a lot. So he's able to plug it in the normal plug and it's it's fine. But if you drive it as your normal everyday car, you mm. you have to, you know, I, you know, look into between six hundred and two thousand dollars of retrofitting your house to get the right, you know, elect, you know, the electrical outlets to to make this thing charge. Either that or you're going to be waiting days. I mean, there's the Porsche <laughs> electric. Uh, if you plug it into the normal plug, this mm-hmm. is the Porsche Taycan, which is a beautiful car i mean it's a great looking car and but if you plug it into a normal outlet and it's very low in battery it could take about three days to charge three, oh that's not bad three days just the three days though okay you so know. just so you don't have anywhere to go in three days you're right. fine you just stay home for three days yeah again this is why we How all work from that? home now just do zoom calls <laughs> <laughs> it's a, they're just not practical that's why i don't have one uh because it's just not i really when we test drove that Tesla that they brought here, yeah, uh, years ago, several now. years ago, mm-hmm. uh, and we experienced that. I really wanted one. <laughs> it's I cool. Really did, and really fast. But it's just not. It's just not practical because, especially then, there was nowhere to. I mean, there's very few places that I knew of, at least, uh, to go charge it. And when you did go charge it, like if you if you have one, and we do have some uh, movie theaters where you can. Park your car at one of the uh, charging stations, and then you're you know you're at the movie for two two hours or whatever, and then you come out and it's mostly charged. Yeah, and like, look, that's cool. I just that's, I, that's I, great. I like movies, but I just can't stop to see one every day. Exactly, I can't. I can't, I can't just exactly. Stop now, and, if I drive from here to, to Houston, I'm going to have to first of all find the special specialty places where they where they have yeah. these charging stations and then sit there for i don't know an hour yeah 45 minutes at least yeah and you get some some of the fast chargers now will do a better job i mean look it is improving 
But I, I do find Slowly. it fascinating that the left has now come to a position where, and I don't know if you've noticed this, at places like the movie theater, where they do give you these nice uh, parking spots with the charging thing. Mm-hmm. And I think they're closer than the handicapped spots. I think they'd <laughs> rather have people who can't walk they're actually preferring Uh and spoiling the people in their electric cars over the people who don't have legs. (laughs) We're at that point now in our society. (laughs) Oh, yeah, you know, yeah, look, sure, you don't, you're in a a wheelchair, it's very difficult, (laughs) but I will say you're killing the climate in your your minivan there, so screw you. That's where we are. So the Tesla park's closer than you. Yeah, the, great. the rich person in the Tesla <laughs> who spent one hundred and thirty thousand dollars on their plaid—they're going to walk, uh-huh. uh, you know, very comfortably three steps to get into the movie theater. You, on the other hand, we're putting you at Good the luck. bottom of the hill mm-hmm. and see. I hope your arms are strong to get up it because that's <laughs> sorry, you're on the other side of the lot. We put you on the other side of gravel. There's there's some boulders in the way, but you'll get there eventually. <laughs> we have faith in you. You're handy capable. <laughs> You know, maybe you brought some people that could carry you over all yeah. that. All the obstacles, they'll just lift up you in the wheelchair and carry you into the building. Exactly. That'd be perfect. Triple eight seven two seven Beck. More coming up in a minute. All right, Victoria wrote in about her experience with Relief Factor. She says, thank you, Relief Factor. My chronic back pain has completely disappeared. I highly recommend this product to anyone who has inflammation and pain. It only took a couple of weeks, and it's working magic on me. Victoria, thank you so much for writing in and for being willing to give Relief Factor a try. If you're dealing with pain, give Relief Factor a try as well. It's not a drug. It was developed by doctors and its four key ingredients work with your body to fight inflammation, which causes most of our pain. Give it a shot. What do you got to lose? Three-week quick start is only $19.95. It's a trial pack. Hundreds of thousands of people have ordered Relief Factor and about 70% of them go on to order more. Go to relieffactor.com or call 800-4-RELIEF to get the 1995 three-week quick start. Again, it's relieffactor.com or call 800-4-RELIEF. Relief Factor. Feel the difference. 10 seconds. Station ID. All right, we got one more fun Al Gore clip. Uh, because it's been so long since we've heard from him that uh, I wanted you to experience the uh, the full frontal effect of Al Gore because it's great. Uh, you should never go full Al-, Al Gore. Never? Never. Really? Never go for it. <laughs> you don't want that. Uh, cut 10. Here he is. We're going to bring these emissions down. And, mm-hmm. and just to put the science in a, a slightly different context, people are familiar with that thin blue line that the uh, astronauts bring back in their pictures from space yeah get this that's the that's the part of the atmosphere that has oxygen the Mm. troposphere uh and it's only five to seven kilometers thick what that's what we're using as an open sewer if you could drive a car straight up in the air at interstate highway speeds (laughs) you get to the top of that blue line in five minutes and all the greenhouse gas pollution would be below you. We're still putting 162 million tons into it every single day. And the accumulated amount is now trapping as much extra heat as would be released by 600,000 Hiroshima-class atomic bombs exploding 
every single day on the earth. That's what's boiling the oceans, creating these atmospheric rivers and the what? rain bombs yeah. and sucking rain the bombs. moisture out of the yeah. land and creating <laughs> the droughts and melting the ice and raising yeah. the sea level and right. causing these waves of climate refugees I, predicted sure. to reach one <laughs> billion this. in this century. One Look billion. at the xenophobia and political authoritarian uh -huh. trends that have come from just a few million refugees. What about a billion? We would lose our capacity for self-governance yeah. on this world. Happening with him? We <laughs> have to act. So in answer to your question, I would say uh, we have to have a sense of urgency much greater than we have yet much had. And we need, have had. And we need to make uh, some changes. What is he so irritated about? Is he a Chargers <laughs> fan or something? What, why is he so upset? Because we are not doing what we need to do, <laughs> Stu. That's why. Uh it's uh, there's so much there. I mean, where do you even begin? I don't know. If I'm, I'm, first of all, I'm all in on the rain bombs. I mean, we need we need to talk more about rain that's bombs. A, that's a new thing that they've mm -hmm. done for I, I don't know a rainstorm. Mm -hmm. It's a, it's like a rainstorm. And I want to make sure I'm, I'm understanding. It's raining. It's raining hard, probably. Yeah, it rains probably hard. Rained, rained and it's hard. never. You know this. It's never rained hard before. It's never rained hard before. Mm -hmm. But now it rains hard. The other thing is, uh, how many nuclear bombs had to go off? A hundred and sixty thousand every, every day. day. Every day. All that makes me think is that wow, nuclear bombs are not that effective. That's what it makes me think of. <laughs> well, certainly not the Hiroshima and uh, Nagasaki. Right. Bombs. That's like nothing. Yeah, they were nothing. They were nothing. Apparently, because right now we're, you know, Jeez. look, we have tons of problems, but uh, certainly when it comes to tech technology and, you know, life expectancy and everything else, with the exception of a little pandemic we had recently, uh, it, things are pretty good when it comes to human history. Mm -hmm. we, we're all living longer. We, we, uh, we've pulled a billion people out of poverty. They're no longer starving. Where does this like this vision of this hellscape that we supposedly live in that environmentalists believe is constantly active yeah. where is this it place comes from the climate i don't know i don't know but they invent all these new terms like rain bomb <laughs> and polar vortex or is it vortex <laughs> Uh, and then what was the other thing that they've I, I don't they changed all of all of the definitions of normal weather events that we've had forever. You know, a, a polar vortex. What is that? Well, it's it's a cold front. That's what that is. It's a cold front that came from the Arctic. We used to have Arctic cold fronts in Montana all the time. Mm. Several times a winter there did would be a Canadian cold front. Was, did they have rain bombs in them? No, no rain bombs. No, they did not. They did not. No, they had snow. Uh, rain didn't come with the Arctic So a vortex. snow bomb. Snow bomb. So snow bombs are yeah. turning to rain bombs consistent <laughs> with global warming. Uh, you know, I think one of the things that's really perplexing me about these Al Gore clips, there's something so off about them. Is there someone disagreeing with him on these points on this panel? <laughs> like, it's I the World Economic so. Forum. He said the WEF. Yeah. I really doubt it. They're all cheering him but, on, right? But, why, why is he screaming at everyone? <laughs> They're, ju they're just there just to, to nod their head and agree with you, right? That's the right. whole point of this panel. Yes. And he's screaming at everybody. <laughs> he's trying to, it's almost like he's trying to pull a Greta, right? The, yeah. How dare you? That whole yes. like upset Greta thing that she does when she's so fired up doesn't work as well with a 75 year old guy. <laughs> also, it also doesn't work, work well for Greta, but that's a whole different uh, situation. It's an interesting time, Pat. It is. Interesting time. It is. Uh, and yeah, he is quite animated. He's quite bothered by what's going on. But he wants, you know, he wants to be funded to the tune of 
a hundred trillion dollars, like AOC kind of proposed. Just a hundred trillion. Just a hundred trillion. Just a hundred trillion dollars. Can we do a hundred trillion? Is a small price to pay to get them to shut up. Can we just give them the money? (laughs) (laughs) More coming up. Just a sec. The Glenn Beck Program. One of the hardest lessons in life is that stability is a luxury in this world. Sometimes it's not always there for the enjoying. And right now, uh, the wheels are kind of falling off around us in some areas. I mean, we've all felt it. And so you should act now and invest in preparing. Emergency food is something that you need. And you never know it's going to come in handy or when it will be too late. Uh, It's money well spent. Plus, you can stretch your dollars when you go with uh, preparewithglenn.com. You'll save $200 on a three-month emergency food kit from My Patriot Supply. Uh, they're the nation's largest preparedness company. And, you know, we've been t- dealing with uh, My Patriot Supply for a long time. I have this at my house, and it's, it's a fantastic company. They do a great job. They make all of this really easy. I'm kind of a schlub when it comes to this stuff. Like, I don't want to actually think about being prepared for things. My Patriot Supply just makes it easy. You just, just order from them and everything's taken care of. Uh, there's not much time uh, to take care of a great value they've got going on. Preparewithglenn.com. You'll save 200 bucks on your three-month three month emergency food kit while you can. These kits are in stock and they ship fast and free. They arrive in unmarked boxes so nobody knows that you have this food. Go to preparewithglenn.com. Preparewithglenn.com while you can. Right now, preparewithglenn.com. And don't forget to use the promo code Glenn for $10 off your subscription at blazetv.com. Mm-hmm. 888-727-BECK. Pat and Stu for Glenn today. Uh, Al Gore has has really reinvigorated uh, my concern uh, about the climate. Really? Uh, yeah. This works. I do not want to be a denier. For the people who deny that we have climate, I I think they're I think they're wrong. And frankly, I just don't I don't agree with them, and I never have. We do have a climate on this planet. I think they're confusing us with uh, with Mars, uh, which does not have a climate. But we do, and I would never deny it. And it's um, clear the differences. I mean, one, yes, they're both round, mm-hmm. you know, but right. one well, is like think, reddish. That's what they tell us anyway. Yeah. But have you ever witnessed it from space with your own two eyes? I no. haven't. You've seen. I haven't. You've seen these uh, fake photographs, right? About a round planet. Yeah, I learned this all from Kyrie Irving, and it was it was quite convincing. <laughs> <laughs> it is incredible how uh, you know we. I think you guys played it too. The Chelsea Handler. I mean, that yeah. goes beyond the flat Earth thing. A person who thought the sun and the moon were the same thing? Oh, such a good clip. Oh, such a good clip because I love it, it. Because it just shows that these people in Hollywood who give us all this advice and tell you tell us about the climate and tell us about every other piece of science we're supposed to believe. Yeah. Most of them are idiots. Oh, complete. You need to remember that. Complete. I mean, listen to this. I didn't know, and this is true. I didn't know until I was 40 years old that the sun and the moon were not the same thing. Uh, okay. And she goes on to explain I mean, that. Yes, yeah, she did. Yeah, that, you know, she thought when the sun went down, the moon popped back up. <laughs> and they were why the same you, thing. It why just would you back call it something moon. different then? Why would you, why wouldn't it just be the sun? Or why would it, wouldn't it just be the moon? Um, why would you call it a different thing? When it's in the day and it 
or at night. And these are the type of questions that at 40, you'd think you would have asked yourself by now. <laughs> yeah. Right? Like at yeah, you four, would think. maybe not. Uh-huh. Right? At four, you maybe you believe that the sun... Though I do believe... I've never heard of it before. I've never heard of anybody who thought the sun and the moon were the same. Even have you ch- before? No, uh, never. And even a child, you know, reads like, good night moon. Right? Like, right. <laughs> and they know they're not referring to the sun. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Like, I really do feel like... At four years old, most people know they're not the same thing. They thought, might not understand all accurate. of the physics at that point, yeah. Pat. <laughs> you know, they might not know the exact distance that each is away from uh-huh. from the Earth. But yeah. I think they're relatively... One of them looks considerably closer to the Earth mm-hmm. than the other. Yeah. Plus, and... at night, you can stare directly into it. Whereas in the day, it might be harmful. So... So, but maybe there's, is there a switch? Do we know? I mean, like, is it like possible? a dimmer switch? There's a dimmer oh, yeah, switch yeah, that yeah. kind of just goes off. It's possible, and it just dims, you know, dims the sun until it turns to the moon. <laughs> like, if you have a bright light in your in your uh, your dining room, mm-hmm. and you you look at it, ah, oh, gosh, that hurts my eyes. Turn the dimmer down to the lowest setting. Yeah, all of a sudden you can stare right at it. Yes, I, mean, but- I just uh, maybe she's not wrong here. <laughs> You know, maybe, maybe, because she she goes on to talk about how she was on an uh, she was riding an elephant when all of this happened, and uh, maybe the it, maybe the person who was driving the element elephant around, which by the way, those are motorized creatures, not 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 animals. We know that now, uh, just science. But uh, maybe that person didn't know. Maybe yeah, that I think person we, was wrong. We have that full clip just to remind you how brilliant uh, Chelsea Handler is. I didn't know, and this is true. I didn't know until I was 40 years old that the sun and the moon were not the same thing. I find it hard to believe, but what are you talking about? It was, I was shocking to me as well. I mean... Well, of course, it must have been more shocking to you. I was like, I was in Africa, we were on safari, my sister and I were riding right. an elephant, mm-hmm. and there was a man riding an elephant for us, because we don't know how to ride an elephant. Yeah. And my older sister, Simone, looked up at the, at the, at the, the sky and she said, Chelsea, Chelsea, look up. It's not often you get to see the sun and the moon at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, looking, I was like Scooby-Doo. I'm like, <laughs> you I said, and I go, wait, I go, but they're always together. And as soon as I said that, she turned around, she goes, what did you say? And I was like, oh, shut up, shut up, shut up. <laughs> Nothing. I was like, I'm like, I knew giddy, what I said was up, wrong. Giddy up, elephant. Like, <laughs> I was like, let's canter. Is that what an elephant does? <laughs> oh, my God. And, um, I, and, and, and she looked at me. She goes, I need you. And I just tried to gloss <laughs> over it. I was like, never mind what I said. I know. And she said, no, I need you to tell me what you think is happening between the sun and the moon. <laughs> And I was like, honestly, I just assumed when the sun went down, it popped back up as the moon, you know? <laughs> the little costume change. Like, is, that... <laughs> like okay. is that not what's happening? The man riding the elephant spoke no English and went... <laughs> <laughs> and he's just like another dumb American, yeah. you know? That's embarrassing. That, that's A, why do you tell that story when it really explains... How stupid you are. I mean, obviously, at some level, she she knows it's going to be funny on the show. She's a comedian. She's telling, a, I think, a true story. But, like, Very. she's going for laughs and getting them, right? Yeah. Because, I mean, you, but it doesn't it, make any sense that you would tell it on national television. Part of the story is that you were embarrassed to tell your sister. Yeah. Right? And now you're telling the world. The world, right? So now everyone knows you're an idiot. Uh, so that's part of it. But I think it's it's interesting to note that this is a person. You might say, okay, Chelsea Handler. You know, who is she? Well, you know, this is a person who, by the way, has been lecturing us about politics for yes. years and years and years and years and years right. and telling us how stupid we are as, as conservatives. 
but also a person who's successful enough to go on an African safari and ride elephants around, right? Like, this is mm-hmm. a person who's made it in life to some level. Yeah. I mean, have you ever been on an African safari, Pat? I have I not. never have. Now, I have no. also no desire to go on an African safari because it's so outdoorsy. Like, I'm really more <laughs> of an indoorsy guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, but still, like, there's some level of success associated with going on a trip like this. And, you know, she's done mu- a lot of this stuff. Well, she's yeah. sh- She's shot shows all around the world. Like, she... And here's the, and she's obviously she's a person who makes seven figures a year, seven figures a year. And yeah. obviously we've just given you complete and total evidence that she's a moron. Like, I, yeah, she's obviously a complete idiot. Right. And yet she's it explains God bless America. Beliefs, I'll say. Yeah. I'll say I mean, that's yeah. absolutely America. Mm-hmm. Uh, unbelievable. It's, it's absolutely amazing. Like this is you go back to the 13th century. This is the type of person who, you know, probably starves on the side of the road because she's so <laughs> yeah. stupid and no one wants yeah. to help her. And there's no, there's Instead, not enough she's food a millionaire, to, right? Instead, she's a millionaire. She's going on safaris yeah. to Africa and riding yeah. elephants around and looking for the moon and the sun. <laughs> like this is a miracle of modern society that she is able to maintain life. Plus, she said it happened. She had this amazing realization when she was 40. That was seven years ago. She's 47 now. So this just barely happened. Yeah, it's like a new story. It's not even a decade old. Her realization that the sun and the moon are different things. I mean, that's fantastic. It does make you feel good in that, though. It shows you the intellectual capacity of these lefties. It shows why they are so uh, such big proponents of big government and abortion and uh, unlimited uh, border crossings, it shows. Yeah, and, and it a lot of times you look at these beliefs, especially as you know people who might listen to this show every day, someone who, I don't know, reads occasional things. And I'm not mm-hmm. looking for a high bar here, but like, you know, someone who's mildly informed, you look at this and you're like, these views are just childish, right? Yeah. But that's mm-hmm. the thing. These are childish people. These are people who are essentially intellectual children. They're people who think the sun and the moon really are the true. same thing. That is who you're talking. When you have people who are trying to get you canceled on Twitter because of something that you said, they likely think the sun and the moon are the same thing. That like that's the <laughs> level of the person you're talking to. So it's up to you whether you engage in, in in that nonsense. I don't know that it benefits anyone when you do. But like, there's no reason for us to be taking advice from these dolts. No, no, there is not. Why would we care what they think about anything? No, no. You know, I I think I thought about this a lot when when the whole NFL scandal was going on with like Colin Kaepernick and people taking knees and stuff. And it's like people got very fired up about that. And look, I understand that because you're insulting the country. You're taking a knee. You're not honoring the flag. All those things are important to me. Mm-hmm. However, you have to realize that the people that you're criticizing have the intellectual capacity of an egg. Right? Like, wh- why do we care if they take knees? You know, Colin Kaepernick. Mm-hmm is essentially it's like you're talking to a hamster mentally right like the, the brain function mm-hmm. is very limited almost non-existent right like this person does not make good <laughs> points because he's incapable of making good points why get fired up about whether what he thinks about this country you should look at it as a miracle <laughs> that the, this country exists and can take care of people like him right 
and not only take care, but the guy makes millions of dollars, twenty million dollars just for doing Nike commercials. For doing nothing. Does he even Incredible. show up to the Nike? Is, is there any evidence that he's recently shown no. up to a Nike commercial? Like, I don't even think seen he does one that. In years. They're paying him so much money mm-hmm. as ransom. <laughs> because if they fire him, he will go on television and say how racist they are. So now he has to keep maintain perpetual employment because everybody knows the second he gets kicked out, what he's going to do. So now, you know, even though I can't imagine he's selling a lot of shoes, Colin Kaepernick was a bad quarterback when he was a quarterback, which he is not anymore. <laughs> but he did have one good year, Sue. I don't even agree with that. He had one decent year. I don't even agree with that. almost acceptable I, year. I, I will not Serviceable. Would you go serviceable? I, I, a surprising. <laughs> How about surprising? <laughs> okay. He took right. defenses by surprise for a few games and <laughs> ran around a bunch of times behind one of the historically best offensive lines in history. Right. You know. And still didn't win at the end of the day. So, look, I, I'm not. Yeah. It's, what was it's, his quarterback rating? Wasn't it one of the lowest, uh, not just in the league at that time? I think one of the lowest in a starting quarterback in history, if I remember he's correctly. He's had stretches like that for sure. Yeah, really uh, bad. You know, I mean, I, I did a, there's a whole show. I did a whole show on this once called, you know, Stu Does Colin Kaepernick. And, uh, which I love. Yeah. And it's it goes great. through all his entire career, yeah. game by game. To tell everybody that, like, yes, he's an idiot. Sure. Mm-hmm. That's part of this conversation. But more importantly, he was a bad quarterback. Well, like, because I, I, yes, and can't. that was necessary because people yeah. acted like he was the second coming of of uh, uh, Joe Namath. Right. Or Joe Montana. Yeah, even. Exactly. It, they, they were acting like he was the best quarterback uh, who's ever played the game. And. He wasn't even good. No, let alone best. No, I, I I remind people as often as I as I can that before Colin Kaepernick ever took a knee, ever took one, he didn't take a knee. He hadn't done any of that stuff yet. He hadn't taken a stand against the flag. He didn't wear the uh, cops or pigs socks yet. None of that stuff had mm. happened. Before oh. all of that happened, he lost his job to Blaine Gabbert. <laughs> <laughs> that says everything you need to know about why he's not a starting quarterback in the league now. Uh, more coming up in just a minute. Well, we're halfway through the first month of the new year, and already those New Year's resolutions are probably starting to weigh you down. Um, so, one thing you can do, take something off your list. Do you have a box somewhere of your family's uh, treasured home movies and photos, maybe tucked away behind the old you know, bowling trophies in the back of the closet, and you've been meaning to find a way to preserve them for years, but, you know, it seems like a lot of work, and it is, But it's not if you use Legacy Box. Legacy Box makes checking this off your to-do list very easy. Just send your Legacy Box filled with home movies, photos, whatever you have, all these different formats, and you'll get back digital copies along with your originals in a format that is now permanent. Uh, You know, this is an amazing service. It's safe. They do an excellent job. They deliver on their promise to preserve your memories. Like, you're never going to go through, like, an old, like, I don't know, VHS tape to watch it again. These things are going to, they're going to go away if you don't move on this and make sure they're preserved you can kick off the new year by rescuing your family's most cherished memories visit legacybox.com slash beck legacybox.com slash beck take advantage of the exclusive offer going on now it's legacybox.com slash beck glenn beck
By the way, as I was ranting about um, Colin Kaepernick, I should remind you that you can get, yes, I have shirts and mugs made with that phrase, you know, before Colin Kaepernick ever took a knee, he lost his job to Blaine Gabbert. So if you, if you want to make sure people know this, it's my favorite shirt to wear to like a tailgate because so people look at it and it kind of looks like a shirt that's honoring Colin Kaepernick until you look closely uh-huh. and then you realize, actually, no, it's the exact opposite. So just in case. If you know football at all, yes. you know Blaine Gabbert is uh, maybe one of the worst quarterbacks in the history of the NFL. I, I mean, he I, you know he was a bit but of a disappointment. He, he did beat out Colin Kaepernick. He did. He does have a Super Bowl ring, and he bleed out Colin Kaepernick. So he's yes. got that going for him. Um, and he's still in the league, unlike Colin it's Kaepernick. A, yeah. We should know. Incredible. Um, and uh, that's available at StuDoesMerch.com. Uh, StuDoesMerch.com. If you use the code Stu10, you can save 10%. By the way, really good news. Uh, Facebook and Instagram will now allow transgender and non-binary users to flash their bare breasts finally on these services finally i've been we've been de- how long have we been demanding this we oh, started that charity years late ago late 40s i yeah, think yeah we mm-hmm. started doing this yeah we've been raising money like glenn was mm-hmm. raising money to save people in <laughs> afghanistan we were like we got to get these non-binary people to be able to show their breasts on instagram and now they can so it was successful finally I'm, I'm darn proud of it darn proud of it uh, now pat mm-hmm. so women can't show their breasts no if you're a biological woman you may not show your breasts okay on uh, facebook so if you were a let's say you're an instagram model a bio- biological woman you think maybe uh-huh. there might be some clicks in this here if I'm, I, I can show my bountiful bazooms yeah um you could theoretically just identify as a man not have any of the surgeries just identify as a man put it in your, your pronouns and then show your bare breasts and probably get lots hmm. and lots of clicks logically i think you probably well, seems this like work. you could right this is a new industry completely. Wow. Yeah. I'm surprised. This is going to be a, a thing, isn't it? <laughs> People well, are totally going to do this. Meta's oversight board, an independent body of experts, mm-hmm. uh, which uh, is, they, they call it a Supreme Court for, for Facebook or whatever, uh, for content and moderation censorship uh, policies, ordered Facebook and Instagram to lift the ban on images of topless women for anyone who identifies which is what you're saying you would do if you're an actual female, you just identify as a male, mm-hmm. then I believe you could uh, show your breasts. So that's for anybody who identifies as transgender or non-binary, meaning they themselves are neither uh, male or female. Yeah, I think you could circumvent this policy. Huh. If you identify as a man. That's interesting. Because mm. I think, yes, people will do that. Will they not? I think it just makes sense that they would do it. Certainly seems like something that would happen on, on Instagram. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it does. So. Get excited, everybody. Install your apps now. Log in soon. So all bets are off now on Facebook and Instagram. Good luck with that. The Glenn Beck Program.